I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. We are best friends and dietitians. We have a goal of challenging nutrition misinformation and fitness trends with an evidence-based approach. Each episode, we will dish up our thoughts about the latest facts on a popular health-related topic. We're the Upbeat Dietitians. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Upbeat Dietitians podcast. Today, we are answering a common question that I get. Emily, I don't know if you do. I'm guessing you do it in the world you live in. Oh, you don't? No. Anyway, anyway, okay. I get asked Maybe all I the do. time. I... Maybe. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> collagen, that's the, that's the big word you got to know. So yeah. collagen, like I said, I get asked all the time if it is a necessary supplement it's very popular on the markets right now vital proteins is like the big company you may have seen like the big blue bottle Mm -hmm. they have even gotten jennifer aniston as their spokesperson which is just like a big sign that they're doing really well yeah um and when you go to the grocery store like more like the bougie stores like a fresh time or a whole foods you can find like collagen hot chocolate collagen body wash and creams collagen brownies flavored collagen to add to your water but like what even is collagen what's all the hype about we're going to answer all those questions today yeah yeah you also might see at costco it's oh yes i was thinking of but yeah so let's talk about collagen so first and foremost Collagen is a structural protein found in the skin, bones, ligaments, and tendons of humans and animals. It's actually the most abundant protein found in the human body, and it's primarily made up of amino acids, those being like glycine, hydroxyproline, and proline. And we get collagen building blocks from the food that we consume that are a little bit higher in collagen. So like our body will use these food sources to create its own collagen. And as we age, a lot of things happen. And one of those kind of being associated with collagen is we, our body's not as efficient with making collagen. So since it is a structural protein, there's oftentimes this decline decline seen in collagen production, which can lead to deterioration of joints, skin, hair, and nails. Common things that happen as you age. Yeah. But there are actually, I don't think a lot of people know this, there are many different types of collagen as well. So, and there are actually 28 different types, but the top, the first three tend to be the most common or like popular ones found in different collagen supplements. To give you kind of the rundown of what differentiates them is the first one makes up 90% of our body's collagen. This provides the primary structure to our skin, tendons, bones, and ligaments. Type two is found in elastic cartilage and helps with joint support. Type three is found in muscles, arteries, and organs. And four and five, those aren't as common, but just for funsies. Four is found in the layers of skin. And then five is found in corneas of our eyes, some layers of skin, hair, skin, um, tissue, and actually the tissue of our placenta, which is very fun. (laughs) Um, But the biggest thing to know is when we eat protein of like different types or different types of proteins, it's broken down to amino acids. That's kind of 
the primary makeup of protein, which our body uses for kind of whatever it sees fit. And also whatever kind of protein it is specifically as well. Right. And what it's it can be applied to. Not like we eat collagen containing foods and our body uses those amino acids from that collagen to like build more collagen. It'll use it's, the hydroxyproline, the proline, the glycine for whatever else it needs, which may include building collagen in the body, but it also may not. Yeah. So it's not as unfortunately directed where like this one thing will help this with specific thing. It's kind of your body will yeah. deem what is necessary. It's very or similar. Yeah, it's very similar with like branch chain amino acids too, BCAAs, yeah. which will kind of conclude with collagen. If you're eating plenty of protein, you're probably getting enough collagen. Um, but with BCAAs too, which I know is on the topic today, but when you take BCAAs, it's just a handful of branch chain amino acids that you'd also get from food. And you can't like pick and choose where those amino acids go in the body. They're just used where the body needs them. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a like... What's the word phrase? I was going to say the need basis. Yeah. Uh, supply and demand, maybe. Yeah. The <laughs> no. economics of protein. <laughs> Your body's economics. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Okay. Let's so that's go. kind of the basics of yeah. collagen, what it is. So that's what it is. Let's go over why it's so popular right now. So there's a few like big claims on why it's so beneficial or helpful or whatever. And a really big one is that it claims to improve skin. And as Emily and I always do, we tie it into diet culture and intuitive eating. There's nothing wrong with aging. You're allowed to age and get wrinkles and you're, you're going to get older and change. It's just like part of the human experience. And diet culture is always trying to like sell us different creams and collagen so that we have decreased signs of aging. It's okay if you have signs of aging because you're aging. You're like, uh, what's the word? when you don't live forever. Immortality? Yeah. Mortality? Like you're a mortal human. Like you're not going to live forever. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So I will say that said, there are some studies that do show that it may help with uh, improved skin, hydration, elasticity. But like Emily and I kind of already alluded to, um, if you are eating plenty of protein foods, and we'll kind of give examples in a little bit, you likely are going to be getting enough collagen and supplements are only going to help if you're not getting enough from food. But yeah, don't yeah. feel like you have to improve your wrinkles if you're getting those because you're human. Yeah, it's not bad. Wrinkles yeah. aren't bad. Yeah, nothing. Aging is not bad. It's very normal. I'd be afraid if you look the same at age 80 as you do age 20. I'd be... I hadn't really thought about like the diet culture tie in here until I was like reading a book recently and she was talking about it. She was like, diet culture plays its role in like even beyond our weight. It's like aging is a big one. Like our makeup, like you can, of course, wear makeup, be really fun to wear makeup, but like they sell it as like, if you don't wear it, you're like not trying hard enough or whatever. You're not pretty. Yeah. I saw someone do an entire video. It's been a little bit. I, to be perfectly honest, I didn't watch the entire video because I got a little bit <laughs> bored halfway through. But their argument was how about one of the biggest like power moves of the makeup industry was I think it was in the 90s or 2000s when they said like you do your makeup for you, not to impress someone else. But it was still like a 
manipulation of like but by our makeup still yeah <laughs> yeah it's like an empowerment type thing but like also like you don't you don't need makeup yeah like it's fun to it's fun to do exactly like you're allowed to wear it obviously it's not like you submitting to diet culture or beauty no. culture or whatever if you wear it it's just saying that you don't have to and you're not like a lesser person if you don't like you can still be a really great worker a great mom a great <laughs> it wife, is not whatever. an indicator of work ethic or yeah. anything like that no. exactly yeah thank god because i'm terrible at makeup. same i'm awful <laughs> i hate it as you guys can clearly see yeah it's not, not our first priority <laughs> we're, we're just trying to get on here and get through the day and yeah most of you guys listen i wish watching. i was good at, honestly i wish i was good at makeup i like, too and hair also oh my gosh I'm so I'm so jealous of people who are good at makeup well, and hair I just want to like, be able to like do some french braids like that's I can't do anything like I have two hairstyles that's really, <laughs> it's not from lack of trying I've like tried to do different things mm-hmm. my hands just like don't connect that way I don't know the hand-eye coordination yes <laughs> not in that way yeah but shout out to those people that are really good at it you're really cool it, we don't we do not look it's not like we look it's the like reason behind it as oh, exactly the why the like why. I don't want to be yeah. good at it because I want to like make men like me or something gross <laughs> <laughs> I just no. want to like be good at it I also hate being yeah. bad at things I think that's the biggest reason <laughs> I'm very competitive there's a lot to unpack in that. there's a lot to unpack here <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's good to reflect on <laughs> yeah um, but one of the next most popular reasons or one of the most popular reasons why collagen is so heavily advertised is improvements in joint health. And this is something that I think it's important to note that it's not just a matter of what you eat and physical activity. It's also a matter of genetics and like family history, or even just personal history of maybe like osteoarthritis or osteoporosis or any of the various joint diseases because someone who has a joint disease versus someone who might not is going to experience different they're going to see different changes and improvements in like quality of life related to joint health there have been some studies though have shown that it's helped like reduce knee or joint pain or improve joint mobility but once again it was more of a matter of if the people or the individuals are even consuming adequate amount of protein and complete protein types. So that's something that uh, I know there's been criticism around. I'm thinking of America and I don't think I have a very good opinion of this, but I'm just going to share what my thoughts are right now are is there. I've heard some criticisms where like the portion sizes of protein are just like insane at when you're going out to eat, but also I don't think that everyone's eating like that every single meal. And there's a wide variety and like types of protein sources are people are consuming and like what a solid like amount of protein looks like, or like too little versus too much versus vegan versus vegetarian, like making sure they're consuming adequate amount of protein and whether or not they're consuming like complete protein sources and another whole conversation around that. I don't know if we've mentioned it. We've been talking about complete protein sources, but that essentially means that it has all the essential amino acids that your body requires or essential versus non-essential amino acids. 
essential our body is not able to create non-essential it can make some of those but like the best way to get them is to consume them from food so if you're not consuming them from food you're not going to get all the essential amino acids that's just something that plays a huge part in like tissue health anything related to muscle right they all have a job yeah and so if we don't eat them all of the essential ones they're essential to eat our body won't have what it needs to make all the building blocks that it needs yeah that actually is big on the next one too so Mm -hmm. the third and final big claim there's plenty of other claims but the big one we're going to focus on is that collagen can help to help can help to build lean muscle and this is the same concept um it is a protein so it may help but it is definitely encouraged to consume complete proteins if you are trying to build muscle um, or at least make sure you are getting all the amino acids you need if you are doing any incomplete sources um, to help with that muscle protein synthesis so we've discussed before i think with like fitness myth episodes that for most people your total protein intake is going to matter more than protein timing like there likely isn't a need for you to be like chugging a protein shake as you walk out the door of the gym like your muscles are still going to use that protein if it's like an hour later that you eat it or drink it. Um, but for those who really, really are trying to maximize that muscle protein synthesis, it could be helpful to get it maybe a little bit better timed. And if you are focusing on that, you might as well also be focusing on getting good quality protein sources. Collagen would not be one of those for this purpose. So again, like it's not going to be a bad thing if you drink collagen after a workout or like have that in some form, but just be sure if that is a big goal of yours to try to focus on more complete protein sources, like a whey protein, for example, would be a good example there. And if you're plant-based or don't tolerate whey, a soy protein, or um, a lot of the plant-based protein powders do often combine different types of protein to make sure they do have all the essential amino acids. Like for example, what's the other popular one? P, oh, pea protein. Mm. Um, they often combine it with soy protein to make sure that it has all the amino acids that it needs. Because unlike whey, most of them don't naturally have them in the right quantities on their own. So yeah, so, bottom line of all these really is like, they might help, but like, you probably don't really need a supplement unless you're not getting enough of it in general from food. Yes, exactly that. Yeah. Hence why it's a supplement. Exactly. You guys probably guessed that coming in if you've heard our other <laughs> supplement discussions. Yeah. So we've already kind of alluded to this, but where exactly can you find collagen if you are so interested? So first and foremost, in supplement form, in a powder form, oftentimes, I did not know there were collagen creams. I'm wondering what the absorption of I, rate of those would even be. I didn't look, but I had like a YouTube ad. It was like an Olay body wash. It was like now with body superfood collagen infused i'm like okay that's not how amino acids work i don't think yeah your protein metabolism starts in the stomach i'm not sure if it's coming (laughs) right from the your skin to your stomach yeah i don't really know how that works either Hmm. rub it over your stomach on your tummy yeah closer (laughs) contact that's how that works gosh that (laughs) There's probably some company out there that would advertise. Probably. Just like inject it into your stomach. Don't do that. No, please don't. This podcast is not medical advice. No. Never, but especially right now. Yeah. (laughs) 
but yeah, it's a supplement form, powder form, or forms we typically would probably recommend a little bit more of since it'll be more financially friendly and also a little probably a little bit more fun to eat. Our food sources coming from like bone broth, chicken, fish, and eggs. Yeah. I will, I have some collagen that I will just like, it's flavorless usually to get like the flavorless one, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I will like throw it in like coffee sometimes, for example, because oh, yeah. it has no taste, doesn't really mess the texture up at all. And it just adds a few grams of protein, um, which a lot of us can benefit from getting extra of. So like, obviously no harm if you do choose to supplement with this one. It likely is not one of those ones that you can really overdo. I mean, you can overdo anything, but yes, it's probably fine if you are supplementing with it, but don't expect any like magic cures from it. Yeah. I also use, I love how we like both also sometimes use collagen. Right. I, but I do it because I just straight up don't eat enough protein. Yeah. And that's like, that's a me problem. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I also mix it into coffee. Just easy to throw it in. I feel like I have a hard time at breakfast getting enough. So I'll throw it and stuff like that in the morning. Yeah. Um, One little tip before we kind of give our final thoughts for collagen synthesis to occur in the body, vitamin C has to be present. So it's important to make sure just in general that you're eating enough vitamin C, which you can of yeah. course get from like citrus, everything's of like oranges, but I think of better sources like bell peppers. If you like bell peppers, like one yeah. of those bad boys will give you like way more than you need. So that's a really good one. Broccoli, we said citrus fruits. Well, am I missing? Those are like the big ones, but those just, big. just be yeah. sure to get plenty of vitamin C in general, but especially if you are worried about your collagen production in your body for whatever reason. Yeah. 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 So our, to wrap it all up, should you take a collagen supplement? And if you haven't guessed, the answer is it depends. depends. (laughs) We're such dietitians. Not the black and white answer you're probably hoping for, but there's a lot of factors to keep in to note that we've kind of mentioned is one, are you eating enough protein as it is from food sources? Um, are you someone maybe like me who just naturally just doesn't eat enough protein? Then maybe you'll benefit from it. Also, is it financially like accessible to you? Supplements can be kind of costly depending on not only the brand or like also making sure it's third-party certified because we don't want you buying some cheap supplement that has weird things in it. Um, But also we'll note that collagen is typically derived from animal sources. So if you're vegan or vegetarian, don't consume collagen. Um, It's not something that comes from like the bones of plants. I was actually thinking about this one, writing this part of this outline. I was like, the bones of plants. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I'm like, what if someone like, because I know I've talked to people about this and people are like, I've had plant-based collagen. And I was like, plant-based collagen. Like, I just thought of this since you're saying that actually, if you are vegetarian or vegan and you're like, okay, but I can't consume collagen. How am I going to get enough of it? Mm-hmm. Like we said, it's about those amino acids. So you're still yeah. going to get the amino acids that are making up collagen. It just won't be in the collagen form. Yes. So that's the big factor there. Yeah, exactly. You can get it from of those other forms, like Hannah mentioned, the soy pea, soy pea combo, stuff like that. But last final note about collagen is it is an easy source to get in extra protein if you just need some extra protein. But I would not rely on it for being like your main 
complete protein source. Yeah, because it is not, but it is just a nice, if you get flavorless, easy flavorless, it combines really well with liquids. It's not clumpy. Yeah. Some whey proteins, depending on the brand, don't mix super well. I think especially plant proteins like um, soy, for example, don't always mix the best or pea. So it really does mix pretty well if that helps you get it down too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the answer. It depends. Like it always is. (laughs) Okay. Let's get to our bonus question. Today's question is protein related. (laughs) The question is, is fish meat? And the reason I thought of this bonus question is we were like having a debate at work one day we're like when you say i'm gonna go eat some meat you don't think of fish you think of like usually like red meat i think which mm-hmm. i'm kind of giving my answer away here but like i think there's different categories like there's meat which i think of like beef there's poultry like fish and turkey or chicken and turkey gosh chicken and turkey <laughs> and then waste. there's like fish and seafood i feel like you don't think of shrimp when you think of meat i don't know what are your thoughts yeah i was gonna say is i was gonna say no because when people tell me they don't eat meat uh i always think anything that's not fish right and And i always ask do you eat seafood though yeah Yeah. and then i'm like are you pescatarian and then it's like yeah i eat fish sometimes (laughs) so you do eat meat you eat meat because then i'm like that's what i was thinking i'm like because and it's animal meat right it is like animal flesh, flesh. yeah <laughs> animal tissue Ugh. <laughs> gross but it is a construct <laughs> meat is a construct, oh, meat is a construct. <laughs> and i do not think fish is meat i think fish is its own little category that is seafood yeah, I think it's even that the way we use it. Like technically, yeah, fish is meat. It's a meat of animal. Animal. Are fish animals? Yes. Yeah, they're not mammals. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm like I was like, it's mammals versus fish wow. just give birth to fish. That'd be weird. <laughs> so I don't know where I was even going with that, but oh yeah, it's meat. It's animal flesh. It's just in the way we talk about meat. Like I'm like, it's a concept. If someone said, I want meat, they're not going to say, I want tilapia. I'll some tilapia, yeah. <laughs> they're going to say, I probably want like steak or like maybe chops. pork. Okay. Would you consider yeah. pork meat? Probably consider pork meat. Now I'm would questioning you, the poultry component. Would you consider chicken meat? Yeah. I would say chicken is. For some reason, I'm saying an egg is not. <laughs> so, okay. So we've got meat which we break into like poultry and okay like red meat yeah would you say like red meat or like what would pork be classified as besides pork and meat <laughs> like there's not like a poultry category for pork right there's like a category name we're missing yeah because like fish is seafood like they've got yeah. their overarching right. one it has multiple things in it Oh, I feel like there's a word for it. And I, I feel like any like vets or anyone who's like really into meat is going to get really upset. I know. That we don't. Hogs. Hogs. Uh, <laughs> uh, farm I'll have, it. <laughs> I'll have a hog. A side of hog with that, please. Can I get that cob salad without any hog on it? <laughs> <laughs> 
cop no hog. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> makes me want to go vegan. Yeah, I don't know. And like, are eggs meat? Hoof animal? I think you didn't hear my question. Are eggs meat? <laughs> no, did I? I was so stuck on the, the pig. That's true, though. Hooved animals? What do pigs have hooves? Like cows would. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I couldn't picture their feet. So they're not raw toes. little. Yeah, they have the toes. <laughs> Are those hooves? Yeah. They're hard. I'm looking at a picture of a pig right now. <laughs> pig because you can like eat pig feet you don't eat cow feet maybe they do so they have hooves they have like those cute little oh, toe ways i think I'm of hooves i think of horses yeah i'm seeing conf- i'm looking at pictures and i'm seeing different things it looks what, like they have what kind of feet do cows have especially like a dog for a foot <laughs> for some reason <laughs> it's got like little toe beans <laughs> Okay, cows definitely have. I think pigs have hooves. Cow feet. I'm close up. Do pigs oh, I guess have cows hooves? have like the little toes too. Second most asked question: Do pigs have hooves? After, do pigs have teeth? <laughs> hooves are cloven in shape, divided in two to enable the pigs oh. have more stability. So, like cows, cows have the same ones. Yeah, but they're like pinkish. That's where it like kind of throws you off as they kind of blend yeah. in. Ew, they're so ugly. <laughs> oh my god. Ew, I'm looking at the like the chopped off, like you just like buy them by themselves. What are you looking Okay, just type in the word pig feet. Just I don't want in, to do that. Just type in those two words. <laughs> I, I don't do pig samples. <laughs> just pig feet. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, like the pink one with the toes. Uh, like on a cutting. These board. are a delicacy though in I some know. countries. So and a lot of Asian countries. So I can't. Uh. I will not, I will not hate on it. I'm not hating. It's just jarring to look at it first. When they're raw, they look pretty good when they're cooked. Yeah, the raw, the, the cooked ones, like, look, the, like, sauce. Yeah. I would not eat it raw. It's just how there's, like, two of them, and they're just, like, hanging out, but there's, like, no body connected to it. <laughs> it's like if you saw two human feet just, like, hanging there without Ew. any other body parts. <laughs> I would not like to see any two raw types of feet just hanging out like oh. cow feet. Okay, well they have those. That's feet. good to know. Do chickens have those? <laughs> no. They have their like spiky little um talents. Been googled before. Do people eat chicken feet? That's true. Those are edible too. I don't know if those are cooked. Okay, I'm looking at pictures. I think they cook those. This says we trim our chickens' hooves every six to eight weeks. Hooves? Wait, now that... Hmm. What's a a hoof? Like, what's the definition of a hoof? (laughs) It looks like they just have long nails, like acrylics. Hoof definition. (laughs) This has really taken a turn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to look up categories of meat. I think we Googled that at work when this question came up, and it was not helpful at all. Red meat poultry seafood seafood that's not helpful. well is pork red meat no i think red meat is beef lamb bison oh my gosh i forgot about lamb lambs oh have hooves 
they do hooves are goat and lamb the same thing <laughs> i'm exposing how little i know about farm life in this bonus question no goats no oh i'm thinking of sheep go yeah you think it's sheep you're thinking of sheep what was the first one lamb lamb are lambs and sheep different that's more of the question i feel yeah like. i don't know well i'm gonna look it up and like do is pork lamb. red meat was my first question that i still don't know we also never I, answered the egg question we got sidetracked <laughs> on that one i don't think eggs are meat because this could become like a pro-life pro-choice debate at some point like is the egg oh god a I chicken just before it's a chicken we won't get into that on the yeah. podcast. we'll let you guys make your own decisions on that one yeah we don't want to when does we're gonna be here for a long begin? time <laughs> we're not talking about that is the chicken life start at conception <sighs> okay i'm gonna don't say know if it's for me. i think eggs are its own thing eggs always- are Eggs always get put in the dairy category, which is the whole other I don't issue. think they should be dairy. No, no, no. Eggs I think they dairy. should definitely, in that sense, okay, maybe that does solve my answer then. I'd say they're meat then, because. Because they're not dairy. <laughs> That's my, it's not a very sound argument. <laughs> well, if it's but they not dairy, dairy, it's meat. <laughs> Those are the only two food categories there are. <laughs> Basically. I think we just put them all under protein yeah like, but then it's like where do you draw the line of protein like is peanut butter a protein is... no because peanut butter has more fat than it does so it's like the ratio you think that's what that's what my biggest argument is okay like, it's kind of like because a lot of foods have different components of macronutrients exactly. but it's exactly. like which one they have the most of like that's why we always say it's not black and white you can't just mm. say this food is this this food is this yeah they all have multiple purposes well also is... i think lambs are younger sheep so what's what's a goat can you eat goat <laughs> yeah well you have goat's milk goat milk yeah go as is, goat cheese is goat is goat milk dairy yes okay it's so not just cows it's not just cow dairy i think kind of animal milk in the world of all things dairy anything that's produced from an animal's milk is dairy so it's breast but milk in the dairy sense, yes okay <laughs> put it under there <laughs> but in the world of marketing i think dairy is anything cow's milk like if like dairy free oh, products true. it's always it's not like goat's milk free it's like it's more so, that could be marketed milk. as dairy free and be made of goat's milk like is goat that's what i feel like they can do like i'd say that's still dairy but in the sense of when someone's asking me about dairy free i think that they prior they prioritize the cow's milk like if you were vegan and you were dairy free because you were vegan you couldn't have goat milk either that's true so i think it's also gosh also <laughs> is goat milk like lower in lactose or is that similar lactose profiles mm-hmm. okay. it's lower that's what i thought can't as a lactose intolerant individual i knew you would know that i am well versed with the different types and which ones cause me pain yeah okay this has been 
we've we've discovered like eight new bonus questions <laughs> from this bonus question. Yeah, I'm kind of freaked out still by the different hooves and thinking. Do chickens have hooves? <laughs> That's my question, and I really would like an answer from a farmer or like a vet or someone. Yeah. So please, we don't use Twitter. You have to do like Instagram. Yeah. I feel like Twitter would be so fun if we were, knew how to use it. No. I feel like oh, we could learn a lot of questions on, we could learn a lot on there. People, I like, know. And we could like have them like submit bonus questions. We should do that. Also, we should plug our course. We haven't talked about our course on here. Oh, yet. yeah. We're making a course. <laughs> so yeah. it should be out this fall. You guys will likely hear this before that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be like the brainchild of Emily and I, like just all things intuitive eating. It's gonna be like a big master course on like, mm-hmm. if you are wanting to become an intuitive eater, what the heck do you do? It's going to be like just everything, like diet culture, hunger and fullness, stitching the diets. It's basically going to be our rendition of all the different principles of intuitive eating and like how to actually incorporate them into your own life. So we'll have like um, corresponding like challenges and handouts and things like that to go along with it. Yeah. It's going to be, we've been, we're going to be, have been working on this for many, many months. Yeah. And <laughs> I swear it's like everything we know put into one. Yes. And it's everything, in my opinion, you'll probably need to know about intuitive eating. And a lot of people have asked, like, we've, we're always getting intuitive eating questions, but it's going to be a really nice resource that it's self-paced so you can do it however quickly or however slowly you like. We're going to have you t- all those resources. And then um, if like there's only some components of intuitive you eating you want to learn about, you could kind of purchase that package. But there is a link on our website that I will put in all of our podcast descriptions from now on so you'll have to see it <laughs> um of course so I know um but you can join the wait list if you're interested if you join the wait list you might get a discounted price yeah. some and you'll be money. the first to know when it goes live yes it'll be great the first one to have access to join yeah so it's We're exciting excited. It's our like mega brainchild. Yeah, we promise we'll advertise it better. We just we're not the best at advertising things we have. Oh, also we have a grocery we have grocery lists. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about that. We've never talked about those. But we have grocery lists and a meal planning template and pantry staples all on our website that you can purchase. We kind of went through and sorted out kind of our favorite items from the most popular grocery stores. If you'd like to kind of see what we would recommend there, um, they are not that expensive, which we love because we are also very financially conscious. Um, but be sure to check those out. Just kind of another little fun thing you can utilize for an extra resource. But yeah, and it'll all everything's on our website. That's kind of the best way to know anything about the podcast, course products, blog. I don't know if we've ever talked about the blog on here. No. Well, it's all kind of new. We like just made the website a few, like a month or so ago, a few months ago. So that's officially going to be our main hub now. So before we didn't really have a website, it's kind of just like everything was thrown together wherever. So Mm -hmm. we'll try to be better about incorporating these things into the episodes without being hopefully too spammy. We know you guys aren't here to hear us self-promote constantly. So we're not going to try to do that, but 
just so you guys do know, we have other things besides just the podcast that we're working on. So stay tuned for all those great things. The website's the place yeah. to go. So the upbeat dietitians, upbeat com. Gosh, can never say that. That's where you can yeah. find everything. We'll link it in the description. Yeah, it's good. Go check it out just for fun, even. <laughs> just for fun. Have a blast. <laughs> it's a cute. We it, think it's I, cute. I think it's very It's got cute. beats everywhere. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. Oh yeah, let's finish this episode because let's. I feel like we've talked about chicken feet and like- The collagen yeah. was like not even half the episode. <laughs> We're just talking about like animal and animal phalanges. It's our podcast, you know? we can do whatever we want. <laughs> if you're someone who has an opinion on if chicken have hooves, please let us know. We would like to know. <laughs> that was not even the bonus question, but we would like to know. Also, if you wonder or have a thought on if they're meat, if fish is meat. Yes. Let us know that well too. Because yeah. maybe maybe there's a category we're forgetting about, or maybe there's some specific component yeah. that encompasses meat. And we just didn't think about it. <laughs> cool. All right. Okay. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check out the podcast description with all those links and everything. And we will talk to you next week. Got, I think a guest next week, so you'll enjoy. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think it's like every other at this point. I have no idea. I I'm just going to believe is, you. But you've got it. We've got a guest. You'll see. You'll see. You're on the edge of your Oh, seat. yes. Okay. Like that. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a good one. It's going right. to be good. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the Upbeat Dietitians with your hosts, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at the Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.